Alright, Fran, you ready? Yes. Okay. What you want to go about tonight? A Shayla Anu. A Shayla Anu. Mm -hmm. Alright, cool. Put your right hand up and your left hand on your word, wherever you decide your word is. Alright, hold it just like that. Do you solemnly agree we have your permission to post this across all of our social media platforms? Yes. Is there anything, and I do mean anything, that's off limits you don't want us to ask you about? No. If we do ask you something that's off limits, do you understand you can say no or I want to pass? Or... Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, literally, it's no pressure. I'm your host, Bangum Bud. It's your girl, just K for real. And we got a special guest here to introduce herself. So tell us where you're originally from. So I'm originally from Philadelphia. I was born in Philly and raised in Atlanta. My mom was a track star. So she moved down to Atlanta to go to college and pursue her track career. And she pretty much stayed here. What's her uh, best record? I don't know. She just, I, I don't know, I'm not a track person. She pushed me to be a, you need to be in track. This is what you're supposed to do. I was like, no, mom, that's not what I'm supposed to do. I tried it, but it, it just wasn't for me. Oh. I was, I was naturally good. Mm. It just wasn't for me though. Why, the discipline? Okay, so one time I got in trouble when I was in high school with my coach and I was a triple jumper. Mm -hmm. And he had me jump up like a hundred flight of steps with 20 pound vest on. I was like, it wasn't even my fault, I got in trouble. But yeah, that's, that's when I quit track. When I do that over and over again, I was like, I'm done with this. It's, it's too much for me. So you run from hard work? Uh, no, I just, well, then I, then I did. I was, I was rebellious then. When I was in high school, I was rebellious. But now I got out that stage. So what have you really done that difficult in your life so far that you ain't learned from? Um, taking care of my child by myself. Um, by choice? By choice. Not, not, well, I mean, you always got a choice, so, yeah, by choice. I could be like, no, fuck this child, I ain't doing that. But not, I, by, by myself. And I did dance, so doing certain tours, I used to dance background. I used to be in competition dance, that was pretty difficult. Uh, running my business and being a mom, I'm not gonna say single mom, being a mom is um, very challenging. Um, Why won't you say Performing is also very challenging too. Um, speaking was very challenging for me. You stutter? I used to stutter really like, like when I was younger, I used to stutter so bad, like to the point I had to tap like this to get my words out. But like recently I converted to Christianity I grew up in Christianity, and like one night, it was like months ago, like three months ago, like four, five months ago, I said, Moses came to me in a dream. I didn't know too much about the story of Moses, right? Mm. But recently, I learned that Moses, he stuttered really bad. And he was like, I really don't want to, like, God, he was talking to guys like, God, I'm not the person to come before and lead these people. I'm not a good speaker. And God's like, I got you, you know? So he overcame that, he overcame his shyness, or his his not being confident to speak with you know his his purpose. What did Moses say to you in your dream? Mo he was just there. I don't remember, but I, I remember his presence. Mm. I remember it, Moses being there. I remember dreaming. That's pretty cool. Pretty um, yeah. Let me go off course for a minute. So, do girls stutter during sex, or like it just leaves? I don't know nothing about that. I don't know nothing about that. You don't know nothing about that? <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. That's, that's not, yeah, no. Nah. 
No. Never said it during sex. Okay, this is this just popped in my mind. That was a pretty good question. Okay, um <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know like what made you say I'm not a single I'm not gonna say single mother, I'm gonna say mother. Because I'm not single. Mm. I got support around me. From my family, my friends, from the most high. So I'm not I'm not lonely. I got people all around me. That's good. Okay, um, I guess tell me your relationship like with your own parents. So, um, my father, he was pretty much in and out of my life because of substance abuse. He uh, abused okay. substances. I'm not sure what he abused, but you know, as he got older, he started coping emotionally because of what he was, um, what he experienced as a child, you know what I'm saying? And whatever he went through. So, you know, he was a great person. My folks always tell me he was a stand-up guy. It's just something, it's like something about being up north, like it's, it's really rough being a Philly, you know, in that environment. It's like, it's so available. Like the bad life, choosing the wrong is so easy up there. You know, the, the murder rate in Philly is crazy. It's, it's like, I would say number one. Number one or number two in the country. That's how many folks die, you know. But my, my father, I always seen him in a good perspective, no matter what he did. You know, I, I seen the good from when I was little. And it just stuck with me. Uh, my mother, we had a rocky relationship. Um, when I was like in middle school, uh, high school, I always loved my mom. You know, she's a wonderful person. But a lot of that had to do with like me, you know. Um, rebellion was a big thing, being stubborn, not listening to my parents. Um, I would say like every child, you listen to your parents. And they, they really got, I'm not gonna say every, everybody parents, but they really got your best intention at heart. You gotta listen to them and take the good and the bad. Just don't even worry about that. Just focus on the good that they tell you when they try to warn you about certain things or people or situations. My stepfather, it was a growing situation because I was like, you're not my dad. But he was always like there since I was two. He was a great support system. He was a, he's a businessman. So I really appreciate my parents now more than ever. So that's my relationship. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, with the child thing, um, if you felt like being a single mother was hard, like, so you get married now or like the guy you with, like, is he serious or you just- I'm not with nobody right now. I'm with God right now. That's, I gotta get my relationship with God first before I like even think about anybody else, honestly. I was like, like two weeks ago, I was like, God, I was in a closet, I was praying in the morning. I was like, God, I just, just send me a husband, God. Just, just send me a husband. Mm -hmm. I opened my Bible and it turned to a scripture and the scripture said, God is your husband. I said, okay, God. Well, you know, it's done with. All right. I got to focus on you. I got to stop asking for everything outside of me and really focus on what's inside of like this connection with the source. 
because if this connection with the source is stagnant or crooked or not aligned, nothing in my life will be aligned. I won't be aligned mentally. I won't be aligned in my heart. I have to get that straight first. And then my, my kingdom partner will come. He will. Mm -hmm. I, I have to have faith in that and stop trying to search or mm -hmm. trying, to, trying to look a certain way or I got to get myself right. So that's, that's the main thing before I even focus on a husband or a boyfriend. I'm not, I'm not even for boyfriends, honestly. Because we're not, we not going to have sex until we get married. That's just period. I'm done with the games. I'm done with the playing, you know. So. So you think a guy going to go for that when you got two kids? There's plenty of guys that go for that. I when, I got, when I got five kids. You, so you married and, and I got evidence. My aunt. Well, she, she had she had four four children and she got married and they're both Christians oh, and, so they, and they waited oh they waited and they waited so easy and, and it's it's a wave of young men and middle aged men who are really serious about having their relationship with God and really waiting to they get married or really waiting to have sex with their wife. And that's, it's like a, a, a influx of men. And that's what we need. We need strong men. Like there's a lot of weak men out here. That's why the society is weak. Explain weak to me. What's a weak man? Weak is being about your flesh, flesh. about mm -hmm. the worldly things, mm -hmm. not in tune with your spirit. That's weak. I'm saying, <laughs> if you okay, at a point in your life, you was weak to flesh, right? I was. I so, was weak. And I'm still strengthening myself. So you feel like you should judge men who are? No, that's not judging. You call them weak, right? That's that's a that's a that's a fact. I mean, I'm not saying you bad for being weak or for you, for being susceptible to the flesh. That's hard. Like this, that's really the journey. It's like, yeah, you just got a choice. I either want this or I want this. And so the flesh versus the spirit basically is a choice. I'm saying most people ain't even on that. I feel like if a man want to do that, he could, but it's like it's not even a choice that he want to do. You get what I'm saying? Because he ain't, he probably ain't even hasn't even been opened up to that. Like it takes for something to happen, in my opinion, for you to get to the point where it's like, oh no, like this is what I actually need to be doing. So to say that it's weak doesn't necessarily mean that it's a negative connotation, but it is weakness because it takes strength to refuse your flesh. It really does. And to be like, basically more focused on your spiritual than your flesh. And that's for man and woman. Yeah. I can say I was weak. I was very weak. And that's because I would, these, these laws weren't instilled in me. Like having self-worth wasn't instilled in me. So that's 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 what made me weak and thinking that it's okay. And the media, it don't make it no better. The music don't make it no better. Movies don't make it no better. You know? Everything worldly don't yeah, doesn't help. Yeah, I don't usually go for that shit, I, Like for, you know, it's a certain amount of time like when, I don't go for that shit. Once that come on, we not doing nothing to you. But you willing to get married now, like so that's a yeah, bit different. But it's like he still gotta propose, he gotta like he gotta buy land and all of that stuff. And we just like, hey, whatever you need to do, whatever we gonna do, that's what we gonna do. It's the court stage, you know what I'm saying? You gotta court. 
It's, it's gonna be sometimes. It's not gonna just be tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that throws me off. I, Cause it's like now, it's like the guy. Okay, like if if I'm a woman, a woman see me and she be like, oh, he could be a husband. Like he he solid. He work hard. But it's like they'll punish that guy and give it up to the guy who don't have no type of value. He get it quicker. But the guy who has value. It's like he has to wait for it. So I feel like that that don't be making no sense to me. It's programming. It's the programming of this still in their mind. You see the movies, all this there's so many movies with the bad guy, the girl like the bad guy. That that's instilled in their mind. You know what I'm saying? The the music. You only see talking about your B and I'ma take that hole and it's popular. You know what I'm saying? And they got money. You know what I'm saying? So of course Doing wants to say, oh wow, yeah. The women who don't have, you know, who aren't instilled in anything. I'm like, oh, why you got money? Okay, I'm gonna just call myself a bee and like a hoe because that's that's what's popular and ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, that's not it's it's not normalized for a man to be a stand up guy, take care of his family, love on his mother, be connected to the Most High. That's not normalized right now, but it's, it is soon. It's going to be soon, very soon. It's up, it's on the upright. I can I can pull up so many rappers, young rappers, who like change their life and who walk in like the narrow path because they have to go through that hard situation and be like, oh snap, this is not what I want. Mm -hmm. Another thing I would say to that, what did you just say? Um, oh, okay, they'll give it up to the the other guy, right? The guy who, who don't, they don't see no kind of value in him. Right. But they the still one. give it quicker to that guy. And then that also takes seeing the work within yourself, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. like, instead of being, I get fearful or whatever word you want to use, like, oh, dang, she going to give it to him and I can't get it. Instead of having that on your mind, it's like, well, if she give it to him, then I, she ain't deserve to have me anyway. So it's changing your, the way that you think about the whole situation and just, you that's not somebody that you want. Anyway, somebody who just won't give it up to anybody or somebody that they don't even see value in. Because she don't love herself. Mm -hmm. You know, she don't see, see herself as a prize. And like I said, it's not really taught that much for women to like really wait and, and value your temple. You know, it's not really taught. It wasn't taught to me. I was not taught to several. You know, now, Nowadays, especially now. It's not my mother definitely was like, F these, F these niggas, like, focus on your school, focus on your money, and these niggas gonna be here. And, yeah. I don't think you should say, fuck these niggas. I mean, she was basically telling me, mind you, my mom was a teenage mother. Like, she, you do the math and say 15, but she, I was born days before her 15th birthday. So she telling me as a young female, like, really young, like, these all they want is to have sex with you. What she ain't saying it like that, but it's like all they want is to do whatever they want with you, but they're not going to give you anything. And she showed me what the standard was. You know what I'm saying? I never really was like, oh, I want for this, I want for that, because my mother was everything and showed me everything that I deserve to have. So now it's like, if you can't treat me like my mom treat me, then why would I? you know, give myself to you type stuff. But I'm not saying I was like that from the rep. You know, I talk about having a host days and all that stuff. But 
I get it now in retrospect being older. But my mom definitely did say that. Like, no, don't be worried. She wasn't saying be worried about being a wife or nothing like that. She was like, get your get your stuff together. And it's also rooted with like daddy issues. A lot of us didn't have, you know, strong like father figures mm -hmm. in our lives or fathers who taught us, you know, hey, hey, hey daughter, this is what you watch out or this is how men are, you know what I'm saying? So they go out into the world and gotta find out for themselves. Then, then they might get their heart broken, you know? Then they're like, oh man, bump this, I'm about to be a hoe. Cause I got my, my heart is like going, you know? So it's like, it's also a symptom of like a broken heart. I hate that for both sides though. Like I hate when bad, I mean like good men get ruined mm -hmm. from just trash females. Like I don't think that's just a one-sided thing. I think it's like if you just know you have to be who you are because, you know, like when girls do shit, it makes you want to be like, I should do that. Like especially like girls who disrespect you while you with them, it's like, damn, I should do that. But it's like, that just ain't in me to do it. Like, mm -hmm. I just never do that. It ain't, so, it ain't in me. And both, yeah, like both sides go through that. Like, what keeps you going to say? I should have cheated. Like, all the times you told me that, you know, I was doing this and that. I should have been doing it because you over here doing it. Nah, I'm good. You just, you lost out, bro. Okay. Uh, okay, so what's the requirement? Because, you know, some women, I guess nowadays, everybody's saying the average earner guy is, like, they settling for. So do you feel like you will be settling for, like, a guy who make 40000 or, like, he have to make a certain amount? Or... No, you can't really put a price tag on love, you know? Like, if I feel like God has put you in my life, to be my husband, we're gonna build together. Ain't no, well, he already gotta be established. Nah, we trying to build an empire. You know, even if I know some marriages, like they, they, they husband didn't have anything and it was hard, they still stuck around and it paid off in the end. I'm, I'm talking about with their marriages, I'm not talking about like dating. You know what I'm saying? If we're, if we're married, and we going through some, some financial issues, I'm not gonna let that financial issue like, be, be the reason why we get divorced. Like, it's not worth it. It's just money. Money mm -hmm. can come, money can go. That's what money does. So. Um, tell us about a traumatic experience you've had during your childhood. Mm. Well, a traumatic experience that I've had, I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> and action. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna go back to the so a traumatic experience that I had as a child, I think I was like four or five, I think I was like five, I can't remember, um, was a family friend's daughter that I knew, my mom was at work, and a family friend's daughter, well, her co-worker's daughter, her co-worker's daughter, I was spending time with her, she was older than me, and she was like, you wanna, um, 
Want me to show you this this website that I just found? It's popped up on my computer. I'm, I'm five years. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? It, she, it popped up and she showed it to me and it was porn. And like a five-year-old seeing porn, I was like, ew, disgusting. But it, I took in so much, you know what I'm saying? And that opened up doors for so many other things later on in my life to, it was like a ripple that being exposed to stuff like that at a young age. So that was the most traumatic thing. It was an open door. You know, the, the enemy, the devil, um, waits for open doors in your life to bring in trauma or something to happen to you that can cause a ripple effect in your life. So what do you feel like that led to? Rebellion. It led to sexual immorality. It led to um just open doors. Like that was that was a, the most two things, rebellion and sexual immorality. You know, because she was older than me. I seen her as like a friend, you know, mm -hmm. like a big sister. Like how, how, why would you show me this and like corrupt my innocent mind? Mm -hmm. So yeah. So so um, so you feel like if if a child see gay porn, you feel like that'll make them want to do that, like if they see it. It's just an open door. You never know. They might get curious. Actually, when I was younger, <laughs> we was in the projects and um. It was an older lady. She was in her twenties, and we was like in uh, elementary. And we went in. And she was watching gay porn. Ooh, it's a demon. It's a demon too. That didn't, you know, that didn't trigger me no kind of way. He said you were yeah. where? Y'all was in the project. Yeah, we were just uh, kids just playing. Then we went in this lady's apartment. She was playing gay porn. Mm. So I mean, it was kind of weird. Like it was like other kids in there too. Right. Yeah. Right. But my like my cousins though they was already like fucking like so that was my first time actually seeing like a sexual act. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was like, men, two dudes. But was it a lot of little boys around? It was only boys in there. It was right. a grown lady in her twenties, and it was like boys in there. It wasn't she was showing them. Yeah. That, that's how that's how, like everything's all spiritual, right? So the devil likes to they 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 pray pray pray. Especially on the young things, the youth, the little people. You know what I'm saying? That's the easiest way to get you while you're young. You know what I'm saying? So you can have issues mentally or internally when you get older. You know, you never know. Like when I studied Christianity, you know what I'm saying? When I studied the Bible. I learned about you know your eye gates. You can intake stuff from your eyes. You can intake stuff in your ears. Then you can intake stuff with your mouth when you see. So when you see certain things that can you can program or download it into your body, into your subconscious, and it can mess with you. In the spiritual realm, you can also demons can also like you can gain demons with watching certain things with your eye gates. Just by why that's why music and media is so important because they, they they attack eyes and ears. They know. It was a it was a video on TikTok. Y'all see that video of Cardi B? She was crying on the phone. Y'all see that video? I got plugged in. She was crying on the phone and she was like, man, I just want to be done with this. I'm tired of this. Like, about this music, I, this music is literally activating demons. Mm. It was Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? Because all those rap, rappers and singers, they, they sold their soul. Mm -hmm. You can tell, like, 
by the music they they push. So Send me the clip what you're talking about too. Have you ever heard anything like was that the last time you were in the ladies' apartment? Yeah, and you know what's weird, my sister walked in too. Uh-huh. And um and then I think we left out. Mm-hmm. We left out. When my sister walked in, we left out. And then when we was eating dinner, my sister was like sucking a hot dog because she remember seeing. She was being funny though. Yeah. <laughs> I remember her wow. doing that. She started laughing. Oh wow! And that, it was that quick though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she saw that, and then it was that quick that something yeah. was in her. That was, I mean, like program. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. But I mean, I I was self aware. I knew I wasn't gay young, so I mean, it was just like, okay, I seen this shit. Like, yeah, I didn't get curious about guys or nothing like that. So it, this is so it's it's more than one clip about her saying this because it just went viral on TikTok, and this is it.
And it was also, it was, it's like, it looks, it looks, it's not just one thing, like, it, they look different. They all look different. You don't look godly. So, did they represent, like, a behavior you do or something? It was, it was, so you can't get demons. It was also, okay, so it wasn't just the stuff that I did. It was also stuff that and took from other people. You know, energy that I took from other people. So you can you can get demons. You know, I used to do spells. I used to do all that stuff. You know, but I used to think, oh, I'm a I'm a um, I'm I'm not a dark. I'm a, I'm a light witch. I'm a white witch. I'm not a dark witch. But it's the same thing. But anyways, you can get demons from eating people's food. People can put stuff in your food. People can speak stuff over your water and be like, here you go. You can. Your eye gates, your ear gates, these generational curses, it can pass through your bloodline. You can get demons as a child. If you see your parents arguing, boom. And it's, it's, it's not like, oh, it's like a demon, like, oh, it's bad. But that that spirit is within you because whatever you see, it opened up the gate for that spirit's answer for you. Like the spirit of anger or the spirit of murder. The spirit of murder can come upon you even if you didn't murder nobody. If your heart feels hate, so I seen even like watching certain movies. I seen that whole the the assignment, the Joker and Harley Quinn. That was a that was a demonic assignment. The Joker and Harley Quinn, when everybody was dressed like Joker, everyone was the Harley Quinn. Everybody, the whole movie came out. It was a whole thing. I did it, but I seen that evil thing inside of me. I said, "Oh snap! This was an assignment." So. Like to take people's souls. Like it was a video. You seen the little Lil Zabert video? He was like, Y'all, y'all, y'all at this concert now? About to enter the rapture. Oh, it's too late now. You can't go. This man, this man is blatantly saying, We can take your soul through the music you listen to. This man has Satanism symbols on his belt, on his. He's blatantly, he's blatantly, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it made me like see all the doors I was opening with them spiritualities, and knowing I, I had my encounter with Christ, I seen Christ with my eyes. I seen him. He was a black man. He was a black. Christ is a black man. And folks say, "Oh, it's a white man religion." <laughs> well, things can get turned around, so you not, you know, get into it. But that's that's our thing. That's that's our stuff. Like everything else is our stuff. So it just made me want to like really purify myself. And no spiritual bath, no sage, none of that protected me. Because if it did protect me, if, if it was cleansing me, I wouldn't have all that was inside of me. The only thing that cleansed me and that's cleansing me, my, my, my process isn't finished. The only thing that's cleansing me is my walk with Christ. Cause without like in in the whole Bible, most of his most of his, most of his acts are deliverance. He's delivering folks from demons. If you blind, that's a demon. If you sick, infirmity, that's a demon. He's literally delivering his people, and it's mostly the the Israelites who had demons. The Christians were infested with demons. So that's just that was just my eye opening. It was like, oh, I need to get my life right. Because everything that's happening right now is stated in the Bible. So it was like really the end of times. Do you meditate? 
I'm used to meditating uh, right now. <laughs> right now, right, yo, because like I said, because like if you meditate, you open up the door, <laughs> you open the door for demons. I was like, Ugh. so right now I just meditate on the word of God. Like I just meditate to like be able to hear God talk to me. Mm. Um, meditate to go nowhere to like go to a different dimension. You know what I'm saying? I meditate to maybe clear up my mind. I God's voice. believe that, bro. Like I, I've been meditating more, right? And I'm seeing it, like, I'm seeing, like, oh, shit, I'm going somewhere, like, but every once in a while, like, if I see it, I get scared, so I come back, mm -hmm. like, real quick, but I'll see stuff, mm -hmm. and the last time I was meditating, ever since then, my shoulders feel like, like, something yeah. just, like, grabbed me there, my shoulders hurt, like, I don't know what, and I'm yeah. like, what the hell didn't touch me? Yeah. And I haven't done anything. I haven't worked out. I haven't done nothing out of the ordinary. But my shoulders feel nutty. It open doors. That's why you gotta be real, but real careful going into the spirits. Like when you do like doing mushrooms and smoking, even smoking weed, you go into that and you open yeah. it. You literally open. And the spirits room, you open your energy fill up for things. Like oh, so you drinking? Oh, they're they're not operating. They're high. Like let me jump in their body real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, just be right there. So I. That's why I'm not really doing meditation like that because like the new age spirituality is like it's a trick from the devil. Like even crystals, like I used to buy crystals, I used to do all that stuff. And crystals are tampered with now, y'all. And it's not just me. I have multiple people come up to me like, yo, bro, my crystals. Before I even got saved in the Christ, I remember I met this brother in Little Five Points. And he was like, yeah, I had a dream last night. It was crazy. It was crazy. When I woke up, God was like, give it to my crystals. Got rid of my crystals. I was good. Then um, my client, she had crystals. She said she kept getting sick, like repeatedly. And she never gets She kept getting sick. And God told her, give me my crystals. Gone. But the thing is, like, people who are working for these dark realms, they, they know how to... You can put spirits in crystals. And you can also take someone's spirit. This is what, I'm not going to say who it was, but this is what someone that I knew told me. He used to go to the club, have a rose quartz in his hand, and be by the, by the DJ in front of the club and take everybody's spirit from them and trap it into this big rose quartz. So I would say anyone who has crystals, if you're not getting it straight from the earth, don't do it. Crystal blue. Crystal blue. It's a crystal shop with little five points. Tamper with. The energy not right. It's not right. So I would say get go go crystal mining. Crystals are fine, but get them from the earth and don't put all your power into them. These crystals aren't aren't for like Oh, I'm not, but no, it's not what that's for. You know, it's just, it's just an object. Don't idolize the object. You know, all that you need is literally what's inside you. With the connection you got with God, you can heal somebody just by touching them. That's how powerful we are when we connect straight from the source. Heal somebody from what? Anything. Cancer. I've seen it with my own eyes. When I go to these deliverance services recently, that's been what I, I that's what I'm on now. I was scared. I was scared recently. Like before I, I got deeper into it, I was fearful of learning about demonology. That's a study of demons. You know what I'm saying? I was so scared. But now that I've gotten into that, I've gotten into the service of deliverance and casting out demons. 
and being in these services and seeing how these infirmities are actually demons. Cancer, all that, breast cancer, everything. Any, any infirmity and sickness, it's, everything is spiritual before it's physical. Everything manifests in the spiritual before it manifests in the physical. So if you got anything, any money issues, that's because something's going on in the spiritual realm that you got to clear out so you can get that money rolling. So, yeah. So you don't think your body's just missing something? Like, instead of saying, like, it's, it's somewhere, I mean, it's a demon, it, your body could just be missing somewhere. You're saying cancer could be a demon, like, but it could just be your body is not getting what it needs, right? Instead of just thinking it's like some type of demon. But what caused that, though? What caused you not taking care of yourself? What caused you to open yourself They've up? They've been saying uh, cancer is like a vitamin D deficiency. Like if you're not getting enough vitamin D, like that could cause cancer. Does the doctor don't know nothing about spirituality? No, it's not no doctor. It's one of the doctors. And it's like people who kind of like, like study stuff. Like this language is like... Um, like, you know, like, if something wrong with you, you start looking it up, like, you know, like, he was saying, like, if you stop eating meat and all sugar, mm -hmm. you get rid of cancer, so, there's people who That's like mucus. That's basically what they're um, seeing, it's like, mucus has every, pretty much, uh, the, all of the illnesses you want to think of is about mucus. So, when you stop eating meat, you're not receiving mucus. When you start eating dairy, you're not receiving mucus. That was the main reason why I stopped eating all that stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's spiritual before it's physical. That's just the physical catalyst. You know what I'm saying? But like, cancer is like a problem, but what is the root of the problem? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what caused you to like, epigenetics, you know? The mind and the gut are connected. So you can heal yourself through your mind, through certain thoughts. What thought? came into your mind to catalyze this to happen, you know? So, yeah. That's all that shit foreign to me. I don't know nothing about no demons or... Spirituality. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> okay, um, I heard that was your uh, biggest teacher. Yeah. Oh, a what? I heard that was your uh, biggest teacher. I heard. Hmm. My relationship with my child's father, that was the biggest hurt. That was my biggest teacher. Mm -hmm. And that got me to where I am now. You still in love with him? I have love for him. I don't love the spirit that's we're operating, but I do have love for him. Okay, okay the most awkward uh, reaction when you told the guy he wasn't getting it. Um, I never had that an awkward reaction like that. You just be like, cool. Yeah. What about you get? I Right, I feel like it's the same thing. Like they just be like, okay. Yeah. Now I'm getting angry and then. I had one person when I was like. Not like, cause I used to be able to just lay up with people and like not do anything. But it was one dude, I actually did want to do something with him, but like. Your mind was just like, nah. Nah, my line sister was like, don't do it, bro. Like if you have sex with him, he's not going to talk to you again. Cause she knew him. 
And so I was like, all right. So then I chilled with him and like, I was trying not to have sex with him. But it was like, basically we was like Netflix and chilling. But he like, bruh, I did not come here to watch this movie type stuff. And he basically like took it, but it was like, I wanted to do it at the same time. So, but after that, he didn't talk to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said took it. Yeah. So how does that work? Like he just took them clothes off? Yeah, like really start getting to it. And what's, you weren't saying no, you just like. It was like, well, I wanted to do it anyway. So it was like, well, I tried not to, but oh well. About to do it. I mean, because it was like, like if I was really like, no, that would be right. Like it literally, it would have been right for real, for real. <laughs> but I wanted to do it, so it was like it was no nos. Like we was laying together, he kept trying like do little stuff, and I'm like, nah, chill. Like we just watching this movie, and like he chilled for a second. He was like, man, I ain't come here to watch no movie, and like. Basically, yeah, like, start getting to it. And then, once he start getting to it, I'm aggressive. So, like, aggressive stuff make me, it turn me on. So, I'm like, all right, like, it is what it is. Let's get it. Oh, you got into it. Yeah. But if I said, like, if it, if I didn't want to do it, that would have been right for sure. The way that he went about it. It sounded like it at first. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just liked it. So, like, it was not rape if you like it. It's I don't know. That's a weird ass question. <laughs> it's not rape if you like it. I don't know about that one. <laughs> you like rape it. victims would be at your ass for that. That's they wouldn't be. They they didn't like it. I'm saying something could feel good and you could still be saying no. You get what I'm saying? But that but they still didn't like it because they were saying no. You know what I'm saying? It could feel they can like it, the feeling, but they don't want it. You get but no, I liked the situation. Like, oh, you gonna take over this and like to like I liked everything about it. It was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's not rape if you like it. I'm not saying if you're uncomfortable. That's not that's okay. a pose right there. If it's not rape if you like, I used to say that all the time. Wow, that's crazy. I used to say, I used to say that to people. For real, it's not real. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't post that T-shirt because cancel culture and people too sensitive. I'd probably like make it and send it to Spencer's or something. Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Okay, um, a time, a time uh, when being a good person now backfired. <laughs> um, being a good person backfired. I don't really feel like I take L's in that way. Um, I just know that I'm a good person. So if you don't reciprocate my energy, it's like, okay, I'm just not going to give you this again, basically. Um, so you don't give too much to where it's not a problem. Yeah, like I'm just being myself. Yeah. So at the point where you violate, it's like, okay. I, and I also don't expect too much from people either. So I feel like expectations get you hurt more than anything. So. Okay, I, I know one. It happened recently. So I saw this guy, Lil Five Points, recently. He was homeless. I think he was homeless. He looked homeless. He was playing guitar. And I was like, oh. And I went to the party that I was at, the birthday celebration. And they had chicken, right? And I, I don't like chicken like that, but I got him like a plate. And I walked back over him. He's outside. I was like, do you want some food? He was like, no. Mm, is it spicy? Mm, I, uh, I can't really carry it. I was like, oh, I guess you're not hungry. And I just took it. 
That's how homeless people be in Atlanta, right? Those white guys. I don't think he was homeless. Oh, today I, there was this guy with his gas tank open when I was dropping somebody off for Lyft, and he was like driving Uber or something too. And so I was like, I really waited for him to pull up so that I could tell him like, yo, your gas tank open. He was like, that gas ain't going nowhere. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> you so you won't die. Yeah. People just be like nasty, nasty. and it's like something simple. Like. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. And I just like kind of got my car away from his car. I'm like, I'm just leaving you over there where you at. But yeah, like, just was looking out, man. But I feel like he, I feel like when I was about to tell him, somebody else had already told him and he was just fed up with somebody telling him that his thing was open. Because before I could even say it, when I was like, yo, he kind of looked at me like, I know. And then I said it, and then he said that. So I'm like, okay. I just say appreciate it. I don't give a fuck how many times like, somebody yeah. tell me. Like, like, thank you. <laughs> he was mostly fed up about that. Okay, I have a question. It's a, it's a situation. So I'm kind of similar to you. I've always been Christian, but um, it's like now I'm getting deeper into things, right? But I've I've stopped drinking, smoking, eating certain things. This ain't, it ain't had nothing to do with my spirituality. It's more so like my health. But now, today, actually, my sister's birthday is coming up. And so my sister Bree, my sister Portia. So Bree was like, so are you going to be a grandma next weekend? Um, or are you going to have some fun? And I'm like, I always have fun. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm drinking, if I'm smoking, if I'm sober, or what have mm-hmm. you, right? I'm always having fun. And so it bothered me that both of them basically had this idea that because I'm not drinking or smoking, that somehow I'm just going to be less fun when I've already been out with them. So have you had that experience basically with going through? She not, I'm going to find a video. <laughs> I see the video today and that correlates to what you said. Mm-hmm. It was just like it, it was this guy, he was he was, it was a pastor, I think. And he was talking about, you know, the story of Adam and Eve. He was like, you know, when Eve ate the apple, she didn't get in trouble. But when Adam ate the apple, they got in trouble. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like temptation. Like mm-hmm. those folks, they can get they can get by by doing that. But when you do it, you're gonna have some repercussions. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh snap, because I I've been like in environments where I get tempted, but I, I don't do it, you know what I'm saying? So just like fighting that temptation. But um, around people, yeah, I had that recently. Mm-hmm. A family friend I went out with, she, she was older than me, you know. Um, she, she was drinking, they were drinking, I wasn't really drinking, I wasn't drinking at all. And I feel like, I guess she, you know how, let's just say you're in an environment, folks are drinking and smoking and doing drugs. And because you're the sober one, they get kind of like irritated yeah. because you ain't, doing, you ain't doing bad with them, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like that kind of situation. So just be light, you know what I'm saying? I guess you just be the um, the temperance in the environment. Do you feel a disconnect from those people now or is it? Oh yeah, it's a huge disconnect. But at times like you gotta, you gotta um, be the light for them. Mm-hmm. They're like really going through some stuff internally that you don't really see. To make them want to damage their body, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that kind of made me feel like I don't even want to go out with y'all no more. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to separate yourself. Yeah, but I'm going to go because it's my sister birthday, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But out the gate, I'm like, why does this matter? What I drink don't make you drunk. So. Can, I, can I show her the video? <laughs> you got the time? Mm-hmm. 
But I've always been around people who wanted me to do what they do, but mm -hmm. I never drank or smoked. So that's always been. They one time they tried to like force oh beer gosh. down my throat. Bree, I have a video of Bree like grabbing my face, trying to get me to take a shot. Oh my God. Friends, when I when I look back, I'd be like, "Them motherfuckers ain't my friend." Like, I'm gonna let my friend be themselves. I'm not gonna yeah, always try to, right. bro. Let's do this. Like, come on, yeah, nigga, I don't do that, that, man. Like, yeah, like leave me alone. Yeah. Let me be me. No, I'm just saying. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm used to that though. You, your friends change, man. I forgot that you don't drink too. Like I don't drink. I don't drink or smoke either. I stopped. I stopped smoking um, last last year. And it was like I smoked since I was like twelve years old. It was an addiction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm glad I got over that hump. Drinking oh, wasn't wasn't always. Drinking wasn't hard for me to stop because I didn't, I really didn't like getting drunk or feeling that that feeling. But smoking mm -hmm. was really hard for me. And I started, I stopped drinking, I've stopped drinking and smoking multiple times, like over long periods of time. But recently I stopped drinking over a time period. So it went from like, I'll be partying and taking shots with you. Then it was like wine or beer. And then it was like, okay, wine. Then that was nothing, right? So it's like, they've seen me over this whole time, but the, the lesser and lesser it got, it's like, ah, but even our last time hanging out and everybody taking shots and stuff, I was taking shots of cider. So I'm not being lame. Like, I'm lighting up shots and everything. Like, come on, y'all pouring up. What we doing? Right. You know? <laughs> and I'm really with y'all. So what is right. the problem? Yeah, just be with I, It's like, do what I do, man. It's like, that. This, you have to prove to them and do what they do. Like, you down or something. Yeah. Like, y'all good? <laughs> okay, um, a disrespect disrespectful behavior that uh, women do but say a man is insecure if he doesn't allow it and vice versa. I gotta rephrase, you know, how I'm gonna say it because how I say it is like very boring. Um, I feel like too, disrespectful thing is being vulgar with what you wear and also calling yourself a bee. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'll go, girl, I'll have something. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if a man do, it's like, oh, you call me a bee? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you call yourself a bee. You know what I'm saying? So, like, told me that. And after that, I stopped. I was like, that's a fair point. Yeah. And I stopped doing it. You, you teach people how to treat you. Mm hmm. And sometimes you can't teach them, so you gotta just leave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay, um, I guess a messy breakup that uh, mentally drained. <laughs> oh, you just about like should I go there? Should I not go there? <laughs> okay, uh, take it there. Take it there. Uh, it's just like well, my child's father. That's what really drained me, honestly. You know, because I just want people to be at their best. And times they don't want to be at their best. Give me an example of you doing that. You said what? Give me an example of you want him to be his best. Well, I would say 
okay, this is what we went together, but he was still pursuing and I was open to it a little bit. But um, he was supposed to spend the night at my house with the baby, you know, and um, he said, all right, I'm gonna go to this um, little seance or whatever, and I'm gonna come back. And he was out the whole night. I waited, I waited up like three, four, waiting, all right, I'm coming. No, I'm not coming, all right. Then 12 p.m. in the afternoon. I'm like, this mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really, and he did substances. So he was high. I smelt it, I smelt it, I smelt everything. And I seen it with my eyes, because I can see with my eyes. I seen the, the darkness over him. I was like, dang. You know what I'm saying? I should have let him stay out there. Because hmm. if I did, maybe I wouldn't be crazy, <laughs> you know? But I had I had such a like forgiving heart. I seen the good in this person, even though they did bad, and they did bad to me, with me knowing, me not knowing. I, I, probably with it probably with multiple people that mm -hmm. night you know and i still let you back in my house mm -hmm. and just that cycle of forgetting people even when they do wrong even when they hurt you and they have no intention on changing that can mentally drain you especially when you want somebody to be at their best and you rooting for them that can really mentally and they manipulate their emotions that can really so you think you can really have like a good relationship with somebody like on a really strong drug? No. I don't think, I don't think so. You mean like a solid like basically boyfriend? Like somebody you were married or like in bed? I don't think so because at, basically it's something that they love more than you and the things that's important to you. So at that point it's like you come in second third fourth fifth to this thing like my dad my dad is not supposed to drink he had a seizure he was bleeding out of his eyes he this happened yeah. in front of my youngest brother mm. and that wasn't enough for him to not drink he will still drink he just had to go back because he was having nosebleeds mm -hmm. and they told him they, I think that they told him not to drink again, but he was like, oh, they told me I could drink light beer. And I think they mean minimum, like a light, a light amount, but he's saying like Corona, you know what I'm saying? Like a light beer. And we're like, I'm like, there's nothing that will keep you from doing this. Not your youngest son seeing you damn near die. Not the fact that you have grandkids, like nothing. Nothing, nothing will keep them from doing what they're doing. Trust yeah. me. And it's, it's the point that it's not even men. It's like, I remember, like, in the Bible said, you're not fighting against flesh and blood, it's principalities. But the people that got attitudes, folks who just nasty, folks who got addictions, it's not that, it's the spirit with, with that's mm -hmm. within them. That's why you gotta have compassion for people. Because, like, damn, I'm afraid for you. Because you really got something going on inside you that's making you act like this. And don't take it. That's what I'm remembering. Not taking stuff so personal. So you it's should hard. stay with him, right? No, I can't stay with him. God's going to stay with him. You know you know how you can enable somebody to keep doing... Yeah. And you got people. 
people around you can also enable you to keep doing bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't. He has to find Christ. That's, that's what he needs. You know, nothing else. He no no Alicia, no Buddha, nothing, no nothing. That's the only thing that will completely save you from the state that you're at. That's the only thing that will yank all your spirits up out of you and make you a new person. The only thing. Yeah, I feel like sometimes it's like a lot of people don't be having nothing to live for. And I be, I feel like I be people they have nothing to live for and they just be so reckless they don't care about nothing. So uh, it's like a child or anything, it's not yeah. gonna make them try to do right. Like, right. It's just gonna do what they do. Yeah. So unfortunate. Okay. Um. Last time someone hated in a joking way. Mm-hmm. Saying some slick, but they was trying to act like they was being funny. My uncle will give me mad compliments. Like, he liked all the, my projects and he'll help me with my stuff. And when we first started, basically when we first got connected, um, he's been cool with my dad and my mom since they were all in middle school. So now we are all, that's who I'm always on the phone with. I'm always on the phone with my uncle now. And, but we'll be on three way calls. So one time, uh, we were on the phone, my mom was on the phone too. My mom was shaking me in a second. And he was like, yeah, Kayla's so smart. Like, she's so intelligent and da 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 and like, well, da 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 And my mother was like, she is. <laughs> and I saw it coming. I, I was like, I, I was just waiting to see how it was gonna come out. But I'm like, yeah, she'll never say that because she thinks that I'm naive. And I said that like while we were on the phone, but that's basically what it was given. But she just said she is, and then she. But my mom will go and explain what she means too. So she went on to explain like, yeah, she got book smart, but mm, and yeah, so she thinks I'm great. So what you don't have like street smarts or weird. That's thing? what she thinks. But I'm like, I've been on my own since I was 18. So, but I ain't died. I ain't come back crying. I haven't, you know. So what was keeping me up? It couldn't have been a man or nothing like that. Has she helped you though? She helped you, right? I never went back and asked for help. The only thing that I went back to my mom and said, I was renting Airbnbs out. And so I'm like, look, I'm renting out Airbnbs. You could just let me rent your house if you want to. Like I'll rent that for me instead of renting from them. And she helped She helped me because my rent is $400 versus like 1100 or something like that. But That's a steal, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But I never I never ran back home. Like my mom would say, You would rather die than ask for some help. And I'm like, Yeah, I would. So she know. I ain't like that. You want well you'll ask for help? I say yeah with my immediate family, but, but nobody that's because y'all have that kind of relationship. Like I know that I can ask my family for help. But I don't like that they'll talk about it. And they'll say the same things like Throw it in your face. Yeah, they'll but they'll complain about it. Oh, don't don't do something for somebody and then try to throw it in their face mm-hmm. or do do do. But they do it. Mm-hmm. So I would rather not ask you for anything or um not even throw it in your face, think that they can control you. Mm-hmm. That's how I ended up with bills when I was eighteen, when it was like, Oh, you do this and that and something about your phone bill. Oh, okay, I'll pay it. 
you do this and that and something about I bought <laughs> you this car. Oh, okay, I'll pay it. Like, and so that's when I really, I mean, I wanted my first job, but after that, it's like, all right, I got paid, then. I got something going on with my sister, right? Like, I owe her like 2500 right? Mm-hmm. But I had bought this trailer, and she was supposed to, it was supposed to, she was supposed to buy it from me, and she agreed to pay for it, and she stopped fucking paying on it. Mm-hmm. So now she want her money back that I owe her, but last time I sent her some money on cash, if she, she didn't even take it, it came back to my, mm-hmm. my phone. And then she talking shit to my mama, acting like I'm doing her yeah, wrong. Right. But she owed that shit was like nine thousand dollars. So she owed me that, but she saying I owe her this. Twenty five hundred. Right. So it's like I'm like fuck it. Like you know you ain't gonna pay me back. Like why should I pay you back? That don't even make sense. And it shouldn't. I feel like with siblings, because my brothers went through that like a dispute over some money. I feel like with siblings, like we should never get to that point over no money. We gonna gossip, cause that's what we know. We that's what we gonna do with our parents and our siblings and stuff. But it shouldn't be a big issue over some money. Just handle me right. Like don't do me dirty. See the opposite. Mm. See, you can tell like it's something different. Like, cause when I used to let her borrow money, I'd be like, oh, give it to me when you want to, and I'd be like, if you don't, if you ain't got it, you ain't gotta pay me back. That's how I would do her. But now she called me, I'm like, yeah, boy, owe me some money. He ain't paying me back. So it's like, I don't even treat her like that. Yeah. Like, but it's like the total opposite now that I'm supposed to owe her. But she owe me anyway, so. Right. She's just going to be like it is. Because she owe me way more, so. I hope y'all just get over it, though. I ain't worried about it. Okay. Even though, like, I still got to pay for that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even mad about it. Okay, um, a response that threw your parents off. And uh, something as a kid that you never told me. Something as a kid never told me. Yeah. No, I'm just not telling us. Something like, yeah, something you did under 18 and you never told me. Well, that's kind of difficult because my mom already knew, like, all that I did, even when I hit it. So, I don't know about that. Hmm. What about the, what you said about a response? A, a response that threw them off. Oh, so something you said that threw them off. I mean, one of my responses, I, I was like in the sixth grade, and my mom, I came in and my mom was like, did I do something? And I was like, oh, whatever. And she said, what the fuck that mean, nigga? <laughs> she said, what the fuck did you talk to my dad? Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> We kind of threw them off. Now she had this. I, when you talk about your parents, I just imagine like your dad sitting on the couch watching TV, and then your mom in the kitchen, and her just talking to him, and he like, uh, like just giving her, giving her whatever answers. I think they were both in the kitchen. Like that's <laughs> in the kitchen. Like, what did he say? Yeah. yeah, I guess it wasn't enough to like beat me or something. Mm-hmm. But she would have whooped my ass if she thought it was, I was getting smart. <laughs> now she had to ask your dad, like, he getting smart? <laughs> he didn't know what to do. Y'all have one? I can't think of nothing like that. Okay, um, a bad decision you made, um, being too emotional. Ooh, I got my... <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of those, a lot. Let's talk about it. A lot. Um, I used to have like really bad anger 
your plays to black out. Um, with Busey too? With that Busey? Yeah. So, okay. In past years, I wanted to say with Busey. But it wasn't like, <laughs> you know, it was like that. It was like, if you yelling at me, okay, I can talk and like have it, you know, like this, right? But if you start yelling at me, getting in my face, and start cursing at me at the same time, the always shaver, I used to just, you know, real quick. Because it used to, like, the fire used to boil up inside of me. It was also that anger demon um, that I'm, you know, working with. It used to boil up inside of me, and I couldn't communicate while I was angry. So what I did, and that's, that, that really happened. I used to fight a lot during the time, it was like around 7, 16 to like, let's say, 20. 20, yeah, 2019, the longest time. Before I ended up falling and get it. But when you have so much stuff bottled up in you, you got to take a time bomb. So anything, like, if you keep cursing at me, yelling at me, I can't even talk. Like, you can't talk like this. I'm sorry, like, my, my anger is going to snap off. Boom. You might get hit. So uh, I would say, being, I would say, when I was younger, I used, to, I used to be a lesbian, too. I used to have a girlfriend. You give off gay vibes. <laughs> I am not gay, no. I am, I am delivering. I'm not uh, gay. For real. <laughs> Anyways. Yo. When I had a girlfriend, you know, I was a very rebellious. And during that time, like, she cheated on me. And she also sold Zan. She was? So Zan. Zan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I had like at least like two Zans. And we was driving. We was like, I think she had a Zan too. We was driving and we both blacked out while we're driving. We don't remember any, we don't know how we got from A to B, but we still got back home safely. You know? Another emotional thing, I think she. They were yelling like I used to. I used to be very, the past and shit. I used to be very hard on myself, to the point where if I feel like I did it wrong, you ain't gonna harm me. I'm gonna harm myself. That 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 was yeah. Cutting you said. Cutting. That was that was when I was younger. Cutting. Self harm. But when I was 17, I was with the girl, and I think we was arguing. I felt so bad. I felt so angry. I never really went like talk about this that much. But I, I went in the kitchen because I, I used to live with her. And um, I got a knife. Oh, and I was, I was high off Zans. And I did this. Angry, was arguing, angry. Got the knife. Stuck it right through my leg. And I could have bled out and died. And that is some demon stuff. It is. That's, that's what it was. That's, that's what it was in me. You know what I'm saying? You doing these irrational, even the the soul suicide thing. When I was younger, that 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 came about because it was like photos of like that was being normalized. Like I went through a whole emo phase. Then after that emo phase came like the whole cut in or type type mm -hmm. feeling. That that was just all it was demons, and it's not normal to want to harm yourself. It's not, you know. So, and it's also a lack of love, lack of, um, you know, connection with God. So, yeah, that was, 
drugs, substance abuse was the main thing. And I'm glad that I got delivered from that at a young age and not have to go through this industry, the music industry or the arts entertainment industry and have to go through it then. I got a taste of it now and I'm good. So yeah. Okay, um, I heard this person, they deserved it. Deser I'm fucking up. Okay, I heard this person, they deserved it, and they should have never played it. Play this. Let's hear that. Let's hear that person. I don't think um, no one really deserves to be hurt. Even and if they hurt you? Even if they hurt me, I would feel bad for hurting them. I agree with that. I'm going to leave that. It's like not my character. If I if if it went that like deep like my true character like I love like I love everybody I love I have a God for love everybody you know I don't I don't want to get to at the point where I'm like oh, I'm trying I'm trying to like really get at this person and because like, I know that's not me that's that's me being out of alignment and he even got me into my emotions to be like that so yeah I I wouldn't want to see nobody even my worst enemies. At this point where I'm in right now, I wouldn't see my worst enemy die or be in suffering pain. I want all of them to come to the light. I, I, I pray for my enemies. I do. Um, it depends. <laughs> I'm still growing. Like, it depends. I can't. I think, like, closer to that recently I was talking about somebody like snitching and I just I feel like there's I'm on track to do like really large things and so I can't have nobody around me who is a snitch and I really would feel like I would take somebody out who could threaten what I'm trying to do so yeah I'm not yeah you know completely like oh I love you but as long as it's from a distance you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying like, yeah, keep yeah. If you could jeopardize something, like, yeah. like I think about um, Fred Hampton, and y'all know who that is. Mm -hmm. Fred Hampton was the leader of the Black Panther Party, mm -hmm. and the only the main reason why the Black Panther Party died was because they infiltrated the FBI infiltrated mm -hmm. the Black Panther Party with this one this damn car thief. They got him in there. They got him to go to the meetings. They got him to report on what's going on, what it looked like in there, da 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 da. And this nigga saw what, like everything that Fred Hampton was doing for us, and he still snaked us. And like, when the movie came, because they put out a movie and everything, when the movie came out and showed everything, he ended up killing himself after that movie came out. Mm. But somebody like that around me, and they almost found out that who he was at one point. Mm. And it's like when you watch it, you like damn to know where we are now. It's like mm. they should have killed that nigga. Like that's just how I feel, point blank. Like dang, if, if they really would have known what the, what would have happened. But and I think about myself like that. Cause mm. I want to see greatness for all of us. Yeah. So if somebody is infiltrating my stuff or that have discernment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm like I can't say everybody because I don't feel like I have enemies and I don't want any. Right. But anybody who's against my people, because that's what I'm here for, I'm, I can't play, you know. Too many people have played before, and we just see that it didn't work. 
because of infiltration or infiltration. people snaking each other. Yeah, definitely got to keep your life distance. There's always somebody close, though. It makes up everything. And they make you like you can't trust nobody. I swear, the the more gold and the closer I get to things, I'm like, I'm like, you know, pushing away from the table. I don't want to be around nobody because I just want to. I'm like, let me just talk to me. And sometimes I hear God talking to me, and He be like, shut up, because I want to share everything with my loved ones, like the people close to me. I be mm -hmm. telling them like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, or yeah, look, this just that. happened, and mm -hmm. God be like, shut up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I be like. Oh, it's, there's there's only a certain amount of coincidence that that happened, and you gotta know this is something more. Yeah. And so I'm like, dang, I really gotta shut up. Yeah. I can't talk to this person. Nope. And he'd be like, nah, <laughs> shut up. Allow you be your own mother. Yeah. Put your mouth down. For real. And the energy might not be right with their thoughts, or you know, they don't feel it for themselves. So they be speaking yeah. negatively over it. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's going to be like my hardest thing I'm learning to just shut yes. up. Yeah. Yeah, but um, a lot of times, like, you can threaten somebody with 60 days in jail and they'll do whatever. Like, yes. it ain't even that much time. The, so. the damn car thief, it was something like that. Like, something slight. Um, they caught him, they caught him basically, like, stealing the car. And they was like, mm, well, we got something else for you. Do this. But it was like, it didn't matter what he saw, how much greatness he saw. He even questioned it, like, you sure about this? Like, this dude ain't no no gangster. This dude ain't no threat to society. But he still, excuse me, he felt like this white cop is treating him good. He get to eat dinner inside his house and stuff like that. So they, I think they ended up giving him a couple thousand dollars and like a gas station or something like that and a car. But he didn't, for what we would have had as a people, he didn't get nothing. And then he killed your son, so he some jail yeah. It just came down over. Okay, um, someone uh, you was dating and they slipped up and said something they really weren't supposed to say around you. Why do you imagine? Well, I was talking to this girl, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, she was telling me about some girl who fucked her ex-boyfriend. And she said, I'll the fuck up fat ass boyfriend. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> like, I don't even say that because I like women to be who they are. Yeah. But I just took a self note. I was like, this is a fucking whore. <laughs> she really just said that. But I just, yeah, I ain't saying nothing crazy. I just kind of looked at her like, wow, she really said that. Just do you feel like she noticed? No. Because oh, okay. I, I, I let women be comfortable. I like, I let you talk all everything you're going to talk and be yourself. So. So the next time you ain't gonna try to censor yourself or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's how I do it. Yeah, all my relationships, we be honest, so we say everything around each other. Okay, um okay, last time you said I'm okay, but you was lying. Mm. Recently, you know, this pregnancy now, like, I distance myself from the father. That's not like, oh, she's a, she's a boo. Uh, it's like, this person will cause turmoil in my entire life and my children's life. 
to birth them and give a lifestyle his child, his children. Yeah. So I think this is myself on the It's the same guy? Same guy for both children. And, you know, um, just seeing other people go through their pregnancy experience, you know, I had baby showers, baby grills, and knowing that I got to do it, like, by myself, without the father, it's kind of like, or goes without the child, without my, the child's father being there, or knowing I might have a boy and the father's not going to be there, but we got nine other kids. You making it up? Or you... <laughs> No. This is this is eleven. This is shot eleven. He had two other children and Georgia. He spent time with those two other children. That sounds like one of the guys who was on the show. That sounds like this dude I know. What's his name? Michael. No. Right. He was from Ohio. Um, um you talking about Ohio? No. I'm forgetting his name, but he had a whole bunch of kids. Who? I forgot his name, but he rapped. Yeah. He's a rapper? I don't think he was a warlock, though. I don't think John Yeah. Her baby daddy, a warlock, and some more stuff. He's he a shaman. Oh, never mind. He's a shaman. 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 But yeah, I, yeah, I don't. He's not giving like the description you're giving for your baby though. Yeah, no. So, but he definitely had a bunch of kids. Yeah. So my mom was like, you yeah. know, are you okay? Or nah. Well, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But she knew I wasn't okay. So yeah, that's what's going on. That wasn't a red flag that he had nine kids already. Uh, I was, I was like, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't sober. <laughs> right. He was like, oh, he was, he was, he was. The high priest shaman, and he was the plug. Okay. Uh, you know, and I was young, and he was seventeen years older than me. And I met him when I was out by myself. You know, it was it was manipulation. For me to be that young, you know, and using substances. Cause we were supposed to just be friends, just do music together, and that just one time took much time to just change. I wanna because try shrooms. Folks, folks know how folks know how to. They know how to, um, people out here know how to do magic and really put you under mind control. And I was under mind control. You saying you feel like you're mostly men? No, women, women too. Women too. I don't think that I can be, I think that I'm really solid and sound in me. That even if I feel something like that ain't right tugging at me, I'll be like, like what is that? Before I just do it, I don't know. like I think about that, and if I ever have to combat that or something like that, because we hear about people saying spell was cast on them and stuff like that. Like I just I haven't encountered it. I pray I never encounter it. But I had a guy tell me um, that he could put <laughs> that he could cast a spell on my womb and make me only want to have sex with him. And that he did it to a woman before. And I was like, you can't do that to me. Yeah. I need this spell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, you can't do that to me. He was like, you don't think so? I'm like, no. I, but I don't, I think I'm something different anyway, too. I don't think I'm like just regular people. 
But, but whatever happens, whatever you do, this is the godly law, or the universal law. Out of God, so below, whatever you put out, you will get back. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting out bad things, it's going to come back. Maybe it don't come back on you, it's going to come back to your children or in your afterlife. So you feel like that would be a bad thing if I got a cancer spell that you had? Yeah, that's a bad thing. That's bad? Yeah, that's witchcraft. It's manipulation. It's control. You want to control over a situation. It's that bad, and that's happened naturally. If, if that woman loves you, she, she will want to have all your children. You know what I'm saying? It's better just to let it happen organically. Yes. What you think, man? I mean, I agree with that. Um, as far as, like, if it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. Just let whatever happen happen. Don't try to take over it. But that also goes with the idea of, like, put, letting things be in God's hands. Like, even without trying to cast a spell or anything, by saying, I got to do this for this to happen, and I need this to happen, blah, blah, blah. It's like, give it. If you gave it to God, then you expect, God just says, believe in me. Mm -hmm. So if you gave it to God, you already know God going to give it to you. It may yeah. not be like this, or it may be like this, but mm -hmm. you got to give it to God first. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes your heart needs to um, time to accept what your mind already knows. Mm -hmm. Give me an example. <laughs> I'll go back to myself. I'm not saying I know. Oh my God, so many red flags mm. from the beginning. I was like, no, no. You know, I'm going to give him a chance. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see about it. Three years. Same thing, you know? So my heart didn't accept. And you know, the, the thing about the heart was that follow your heart, this and that. But your heart can be um, tainted. Those don't know that. Your heart can want things that it's not supposed to want. That's why you gotta clean your heart out. And that's the most how to clean your heart out. So, yeah. That's what I say. So, everything you feel like you desire that's wrong, you don't want it no more? No. Okay, let it go. It's gone. <laughs> no, Release it. I don't want to be stuck in that because it's, it's, it's holding up what God got meant for mm -hmm. me. The blessing that God got meant for me. My success is it's holding up all, all that. It's just by me staying in that cycle to cycle. Got to break out that cycle. Nice. Okay, yeah, since you so, uh, you know, spiritual and whatnot, what are your thoughts on, like, transgenders and, like, gay people like how do you look at the gay lifestyle now that you your heart is pure you know what i'm saying my heart's not pure it's it's, be, it's, it's i'm in a process of cleansing and purifying uh i don't i don't it's not natural it's not a god it's an agenda that's being pushed on the world on children um the agenda of gayness was pushed you know right when i got out of middle school it was like at first it was like, oh my gosh you're gay high school boom everybody gay and all the girls gay, you know what I'm saying? And gay, it wasn't even like for me being liking girls or it wasn't because I like girls. Ooh, the lust, you know, for wanting to do something. I didn't, I didn't like when that lust. You call it the demon, the spirit, the lust spirit. You want to, or even like masturbate. 
I shouldn't be so horny that I gotta like, or want to have sex so bad that I gotta touch myself. It just didn't feel natural with me in the past when I did do it. You know, it didn't feel natural. It was like a, I was horny, horny, I was lusting. So I, I, I think that gay is a spirit um, that can be put upon people when doors are open. Transgender is not natural. Like, why are you pushing it in the schools? Why is it being pushed in athletics? Why is it being pushed to our children? It's not natural. And I feel like uh, if you if you don't say, oh, this transgender is not natural, or or you're against, you're against them, or you're a bad person, like how can you judge? I'm not judging nobody. I'm just saying what's what's natural, what's not natural. You know, you were created. You were created divinely as you are. But do you know they say arguments? Well, God made me feel this way, like so. God didn't make you feel. Mm-hmm. That. God not. That's not God. That's not. Yeah, God don't do confusion. Hello. Yeah. Confusion don't come from God. No. That's a great title. God don't do confusion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it will be your title. Yeah, on this one, this clip. Yeah. I'm <laughs> cooking up. Okay. Um. But I have no. I have nothing against people who are transgender. And gay. You know. I just, I just pray that this world rises up to its highest light. Heals. Heals. Show them the hoodie. There you go. The world heals. So do you feel like um, in the industry, like, is it okay to be like fake sometimes to like get where you're going? At this stage that I'm at, no. We're not going to jeopardize my art my authentic self and what I believe in at this point it's not working um I don't feel like it's it's, it's fame being the star isn't worth me jeopardizing how I truly feel about myself and me not speaking my truth or me having a nose in my throat because I ain't speak how I truly feel or me being around guys who lusting after me really want to have sex with me but if I don't have sex with them, I don't get put on. If I don't do this, I don't get put on. It's not worth it to me. Okay, uh, I have another question in my mind. Okay, can you do your thing? I know, I want to ask y'all, did y'all see, um, you mentioned transgender and uh, athletic. Y'all seen the transgender and women's MMA? Football? Yeah, something, yeah. MMA. It's crazy. They gave this girl a concussion. I didn't see that. I saw the football player. Yeah, I like to take everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all like that? Yeah. And I, yeah, like gave this girl a concussion. And then she was supposed to have um, like another match right after that. And she was supposed to fight the next person that is Fox Fallon, I want to say. And Fox Fallon was like, oh no, I'm going to beat you, da da da. But then, like, that happened. And Fox Fallon was like, no, I'm straight. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Not I'm not fighting this. I'm not fighting him. Right. If y'all going to do that, do a, a whole trans. Actually, a trans, yeah. Trans- a trans league. Yeah. If you're going to do that, do Don't a trans league. Like that. But that's Even the bad we're not equal. We don't, but the women don't want to really be I'm really a woman. That's the whole fight about. But the women don't want to be equal to them. 
So, I mean, I guess the women would have to be like, well, we going to separate ourselves from the league until y'all do. Yeah, they had the boycott. Yeah, yeah, let them have it. Since yeah. y'all want them to be in it, let them have That's it. And we'll have our own league over here where we have our fights. We are, They already got a fan bases. I feel like everybody should do that when things aren't going their way in their field. Stop doing it. Go over here and go do You already have your fan base. LeBron James is LeBron James, whether he would – the damn Lakers, the Cavaliers, it don't matter. He's LeBron James. They be one of them chicks, though. That, that would be the chicks. It'd be but such a big difference. Imagine how many middlemen you cut out when you run it yourself. Imagine LeBron James starts a league, like how Atlanta United and all, like DC United. Yeah, they'll kill him if he did that. They'll take it over. They'll give you so much money. He'd be like, oh, man. I might as well turn it Sell it. Over. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, I, I mean, all right, so boom, you run the risk of if they going to pay you that much, now you probably double, triple, quadruple what you was making under than the first time. So then now that was worth the sale. That's, you got the investment that you wanted. Or you don't do it, you know, and then, like you said, your life will be at risk type stuff. But it's like, I, I don't know if I would do it because now I'm really running everything. I run my check. I'm getting everybody what they need. Whoop de doo But I'm, I'm just thinking, if you really got money and you got competition, let's just say you my competition in podcast and you a guy, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'd make 10 bitches say you raped them or I'd make, I'd make some handsome nigga fuck your wife. You can do all this shit when you got money so it ain't even going to be worth like trying to fight Probably against somebody. I mean, they, they, like, that'd be the last thing. They'll do so much shit to where you'll be like, no, that's what I mean about fight, fight for your life. It's like, you feel me? They'll do so much to where, like, you just, like, it ain't even gonna be worth it to, like, stand up against them. If you think, cut the camera off, I'll tell you something. But, like, if you think your life in danger, then you need to protect yourself. You know who they are. You see them, right? Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, you would know who at the top of it, but. I mean, you know enough people to know who is who. Protect yourself. Okay. Is there anything that we haven't asked you that our audience should know before we leave? Um, so what I do for full time. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have my own business. It's called Love and Music ATL. This business promotes positive media, positive arts around the board. We have events, we have showcases. We have a showcase coming up on April 22nd, this Saturday. And we have another one, uh, May 27th. And we partnered with Juneteenth ATL mm. for these two showcases. So all the artists that are uh, performing will perform at Juneteenth ATL. Actually, Tanya on Mrs. Park. Um, Juneteenth Festival is June 17th through the, no, June 16th through the 18th, through the 17th, yeah, 16th, 17th, yeah, June 16th through the 18th. It's a three-day festival at Centennial, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Family-oriented love and music showcase is family-oriented for the family to expose yourself and to expose your children to um, talented people who are pushing an inspiring message. Who hosting? I'm hosting. <laughs> yeah. but for these two, you should come out with me. Definitely no, house for the um, for future showcases. 
but for these two, I'm, I'm not doing this because I do me. And that's about it. That's my biggest brand, Love Music. Um, the Most High showed me that a vision of how to heal the world, how to unify people is through music and through love. Like when it comes to music, no one cares about your race, gender, religions. It's just a vibe. It's just it's just the, the frequency that you can get from it. And when those two are combined, something magical happens. So that's where's the showcase? It's in East Point. 2040 Headland Drive, East Point, Georgia. You can get your tickets at loveandmusicatl.com. <laughs> okay, um, appreciate you coming, and uh, literally, it's no pressure, man. We'll see y'all next time, and we out.